0: you're listening to The John DePietro Show, I just want to take this opportunity to wish you and your family the merriest of Christmases. Folks, we're at a pivotal time in our state and in our country. We have a state full of corruption, a sanctuary state, being run into the ground by the forces of evil. But the light will come on Christmas Day, and the light will return in 2024. So during this difficult time, remember what this is all about, the birth of our Savior. Merry Christmas, and thank you for listening so much to the John DePietro Show. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Pop it and see them, whether it's for lunch, nice weather, you can sit outside on the deck, or maybe sit in the dining room, delicious food. Then they also have a great full bar, large dining area, and you're going to love the lounge. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. People rave about their delicious, consistent, great food, and also the great staff. I'll see you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery 40 breakneck hill road in lincoln you're listening to the john dipetro show how about north providence they apparently have a homicide investigation rather unusual story i'm going to pick it up we'll uh, dip into channel 12 a little bit a woman uh that apparently a family member last spoke to right around thanksgiving And they believe she was shot and killed inside her home in North Providence. Let's pick up the story. This is uh, WPRI. Usually does a pretty good job on it, but very uh, quiet section of the Centerdale section. Let's pick this up. Shot and killed inside her home.
1: 12 News reporter Kayla Fish joins us with where the investigation stands tonight. Kayla? The police chief here in North Providence tells me they're not yet releasing the victim's name, but a neighbor says the woman had lived there for more than 15 years, and news that she had been killed came as a shock.
2: It's scary. It's scary.
1: Giuseppe Moretta lives on Centerdale Avenue. He says he noticed police going in and out of his neighbor's home.
2: And I said, what happened? I said, "Uh, it's bad. That's all that could tell me.
1: On Wednesday, North Providence police say they found a 61-year-old woman dead inside.
2: The victim uh, was shot and they're
3: declaring it a homicide.
1: Officers went to the home after receiving a call from the victim's brother, who told them he hadn't heard from his sister since Thanksgiving. Moretta tells us he hadn't seen his neighbor since around that time either.
2: I started wondering, but nothing like that would ever come over. You know, I mean, this is a quiet neighborhood.
1: Detectives spent most of the day Thursday collecting evidence at the scene. Police wouldn't reveal how long the woman had been dead before her body was discovered. The chief says there's no threat to the public.
4: We do believe this is an isolated incident. Uh, There's no uh, reason uh, for alarm or panic.
1: But still, Moretta tells me he'll have trouble sleeping at night.
2: We are all scared. I mean, you know, whoever did this, they had to go right under my window to get away.
1: He's hoping police find the person responsible sooner rather than later.
2: Find out who did it and let him pay the price.
1: Police have not yet released any information about a possible suspect. We're told the investigation is still active and ongoing. In North Providence, I'm Kayla Fish, 12 News. You
0: know, what's interesting about that is um, <clears throat> who knows when it could have happened. I mean, it could have been... Weekend before Thanksgiving. Um you don't you don't know. I mean it could have just been in the past couple days, could have been that morning. But definitely rather unusual. Doesn't sound like a robbery or just some random intruder, but homicide investigation underway. North Providence. Folks, you're listening to the John DePetro Show. You're listening to the John DePetro Show, the Southern Border. You're going to keep hearing about it. Now, the current speaker is talking about it as well. The
5: crisis at the border is only intensifying. The number of migrants crossing is reaching historic numbers, but Washington has been at a standstill, deeply divided over how to address this. House Speaker Mike Johnson sending a letter to President Biden, trying to ramp up the pressure here, writing that the crisis at our southern border has deteriorated and action can no longer wait. It must start now, and it must start with you. Johnson is urging President Biden to resume construction on the border wall and reinstate the so-called Remain in Mexico policy, requiring some asylum seekers to be sent back to Mexico during immigration proceedings. But that's a non-starter for the president. Now, of course, the White House has acknowledged the surge at the border. We are seeing the highest number of migrants apprehended in decades, more than 12,000 on Monday, 10,000 on Tuesday, and another 10,000 on Wednesday. Now, Democrats and Republicans were trying to figure out a path forward on border security, but they left town without a deal. The issue will be top of mind when they return in January, but they will have a lot on their plate. Congress will also consider additional aid to both Israel and Ukraine, and they face two separate deadlines to avert a government shutdown. The Senate is returning January 8th. The House returning January 9th. They'll have just over a week to get it all done. Deborah.
6: All right, Rachel.
0: You know, obviously, folks, as we've talked about, it all then filters back here, and and then um, that's when, in fact, meaning here in the northeast, I think at some point you're going to see some buses pulling up, and some buses of uh, of people that that have been bussed up here. I know some people are saying, well, they should uh, send them to another country. No, they're they're not going to send them to another country. Um, they they shouldn't be coming into this country. Here's some. Um Emerson, I even of the report in, talking about it. Another thing is,
7: these crowds here in Eagle Pass have never been this large during my reporting. This is the most people I've ever seen in Eagle Pass. And other reporters, colleagues working other parts of the border in Arizona, in Hakumba, near San Diego, tell me the same thing. We have these conversations, and the conversation is always, well, wow, I've never seen this number of migrants arriving. And we know from the reports coming from the government with these numbers. So we have the number of apprehensions, the numbers of encounters everything spiking so we, we don't know what this will mean moving forward we just know that the numbers are much larger as the resources are spread things host- not-
0: you know again it's um the numbers this is that that's an msnbc reporter I've, I've never seen it this large with the number that continue and i think some of the people that like someone was sending me a message that that um, we should be flying all these people back to their own countries i mean that number one just the expense of it but number two it um no the problem is the border should not be open in this manner that's the problem who's preventing that are, are the democrats so i like the strategy of spread out the pain this is the white house trying to policy? react I'm to it. I don't to negotiate from the podium, but can you tell the American
5: people if there's any immigration policy that this White House is willing to talk about and, and is working on with
8: Republicans? So I want to be really careful as negotiations happen. We don't want to... Uh, do this in the public right it does not help the process uh, and so we want to make sure that those negotiations are happening obviously we're part of those negotiations with uh with the with the senators we think it's going in the right direction we want to make sure that we get to a bipartisan agreement it's incredibly important the president understands he understands that we have to fix this immigration system it has been broken for decades now and so we have to do everything that we can to fix that system and so we're going to have those conversations. and you're right it's not just about funding. Funding. It's also about policy discussions that they're having. And so don't want to get ahead of it. And let's not forget, this is a president that has had uh, these types of negotiation or been part of these types of his team, certainly has been part of these types of negotiation, uh, negotiations for some in different, obviously in different uh, in different subjects and legislation. So that has happened for, for uh, the last two, to almost three years, and they've been successful. So we're going to continue to do that and stay steadfast on that. That's fine. I, I can't, can't
0: wait till that person is... Um forced or is removed from that position she shouldn't be there she's ill-equipped to be there but then again you know look who the boss is it's all part of the biden administration folks hopefully you know hopefully this all 2024 will deliver us from evil put an end to this whole thing you're listening to the john DePietro show at med urgent care walk-in urgent care center All your medical needs, they're open seven days a week. Doctors and nurses, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson. That's right, in the Atwood Medical Center, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. Again, they're open seven days a week there's two locations: one near you, Johnson, right in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich. That's right across from Felicia's. When you need, and I need urgent care, you want Atmed Urgent Care. Again, two locations: 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson, in the Atwood Medical Center, and 5750 Post Road East Greenwich. Seven days a week, doctors and nurses at Med Urgent Care. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. I think it's—I know it's a mistake. This is ridiculous. Colorado, barring President Trump, not eligible to be on the ballot. Uh, they're not going to stop him that way. This is ridiculous. Let's pick up the latest CBS Morning. Elect-
6: Crazy. Stunning. His word here: The Colorado Supreme Court has ruled that former President Donald Trump is not eligible to be on that state's Republican primary ballot and is, in fact— disqualified from being president again. In a 4-3 decision, the court ruled that Donald Trump violated the US Constitution by inciting the mob that attacked the Capitol on January 6th. Ed O'Keefe is at the White House with more on this. Ed, good morning to you. When I saw the breaking news banner on my TV, I swear to you, I thought I was reading it wrong. This was very stunning for a lot of people.
7: It is, but important to remember this does not apply to all states, only Colorado, and it hinges on a clause that dates back to the Civil War. If it stands, it would be unprecedented, but the former president's legal team says they will appeal, potentially setting up a big decision for the U.S. Supreme Court.
3: We will fight for America like no one has
7: ever fought before. Campaigning in Iowa last night, Donald Trump made no mention of his latest legal hurdle.
3: They're after you. I just happened to be standing in their way. But
7: late Tuesday, a divided Colorado Supreme Court declared the former president ineligible to run again in that state, citing the Constitution's Insurrection Clause. The legal challenge to Trump's eligibility is in response to his actions on January 6, 2021. And we're going to the Capitol Section 3 of the 14th Amendment disqualifies officers of the United States who have engaged in insurrection or rebellion from holding office. At issue in Colorado is whether the president is such an officer and whether Trump engaged in insurrection or rebellion. Four of the seven justices ruled yes to both questions. All seven were appointed by Democratic governors. We do not reach these conclusions lightly, the court wrote, adding later their ruling takes the country into uncharted territory. The ruling would only apply to Colorado. Similar challenges in other states have failed or are still pending. This is really an unprecedented and, to be honest, unexpected ruling. CBS News election law expert David Becker. What the Colorado Supreme Court has just done is to kind of kickstart the process by which the United States Supreme Court is likely to rule. And their ruling absolutely will have some impact on whether or not Donald Trump, if he gains the Republican nomination, is eligible to appear on the general election ballot. The Trump campaign, which began fundraising off the decision within hours, says it's planning to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court, calling the Colorado ruling a completely flawed decision. Now, Trump's other Republican rivals don't always weigh in, but they did this time. Vivek Ramaswamy called the ruling wrong and incorrect. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said it should be reversed by the U.S. Supreme Court. And former governors Chris Christie and Nikki Haley had notably similar statements, saying Trump shouldn't be prevented from being president by a court, but instead by the voters. Here at the White House and the Biden re-election campaign, they had no comment.
0: Listen, this is wrong. I think it'll be overturned. We're certainly going to talk about it. Um, when we do our segment with our legal expert attorney Tim Dodd. But I don't think that one is going to stand. I do also want to hear that was uh, CBS. This is ABC's coverage Court. of it. In an
5: unprecedented and possibly Ridiculous. far-reaching move, the Colorado justices taking a presidential candidate off of the state's ballot after finding that Donald Trump not only incited an insurrection, but actively supported it as the Capitol was under siege. Overnight, Donald Trump back out on the campaign trail.
3: 2024 is our final battle.
5: Just hours after a historic ruling, Colorado state Supreme Court disqualifying the former president from running in the state's primary. In a 4-3 ruling, the court finding Trump engaged in an insurrection, pointing to his direct and express efforts over several months, exhorting his supporters to march to the Capitol to prevent what he falsely characterized as an alleged fraud.
7: Donald Trump is the only person to blame for this. I understand that his supporters may be upset that he could be off the ballot, but he needs to look in the mirror as to what he did on January 6th and the days leading up to it.
5: The justice is citing part of the 14th Amendment that bars anyone who engaged in insurrection or rebellion from holding office. It's the first time in history the 14th Amendment has been used to ban a presidential candidate, something the justices addressed directly. Writing, we are mindful of the magnitude and weight of the questions now before us. We are likewise mindful of our solemn duty to apply the law without fear or favor. The Trump campaign already promising a fight, telling ABC News they will swiftly file an appeal to the US Supreme Court. The former president facing 91 criminal charges has made his legal defense the cornerstone of his campaign.
3: I consider it actually a great badge of honor Thank you very much.
5: I appreciate it. While Trump made no mention of the ruling in Colorado at his campaign rally overnight, his Republican rivals rallying against the court's ruling.
6: We don't need to have judges making these decisions. We need voters to have make these decisions. I
5: do not believe Donald Trump should be prevented from being president of the United States by any court. I think he should be prevented from being president of the United States by the voters of this country. Trump has also been under fire this week for using language similar to what Adolf Hitler wrote, declaring undocumented immigrants are poisoning the blood of America. Despite mounting backlash,
3: Trump doubling down. They're ruining our country, and it's true. They're destroying the blood of our country. That's what they're doing. They're destroying our country.
5: Dozens of lawsuits have been filed across the country to disqualify Trump from being on the ballot, but this is the first time that it has succeeded. This morning, the Trump campaign is calling this ruling flawed, and clearly they believe they will benefit off of this. They're already fundraising off of this ruling. Now, all eyes on the Supreme Court. It will be up to the justices to decide whether or not they take up this decision, which could have major implications. Robin, we are once again in unchartered territory.
0: You know, <clears throat> it's wrong. He should be on the ballot. He hasn't been convicted of anything. Um, and, and everything that they knocked that out to be, it, 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 in fact, it didn't happen. So people got a little rowdy and it was protesting day and trespassing day, but they all left. The building was still standing. They still did and took care of what they needed to. Um, you can't single him out. It's wrong. He should be on the ballot. I think he will be on the ballot. It's just another attempt to try to stop him and it's not going to happen. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro show. AJ, drywall, plaster, home improvement. Call them today for a free quote. You can also find them on Facebook. 401-323-9252. 323-9252. AJ, drywall, plasters, home improvement. Frame to finish basements. What a difference it'll make in your basement. Acoustic ceilings. Look how beautiful your ceiling could be. New homes, additions. Also, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling contact them today it's a family run business aj drywall plaster home improvements call for a free quote what a difference they'll make in your home your ceilings floors basements 401-323-9252 what a difference beautiful walls and ceilings 401-323-9252 you can also find them on facebook It's A.J. drywall, plaster, and home improvements for your home or business. All right, let's continue with that Trump rally.
3: It is making rich people richer. Biden's inflation catastrophe is demolishing your savings, ravaging your dreams. His sky-high energy prices are brutalizing your wallets our border has been erased we have no border any longer criminals are running wild in our democrat-run cities while christians and conservatives are persecuted and thanks to crooked joe's breathtaking weakness the world is going up in flames the world is laughing at us they can't blame i tell you what they can't blame us this is the usa they're not blaming us they're blaming him he is a laughing stock all over the world. Our country is being laughed at. <laughs> Joe Biden and the Democrat Party are incapable of solving any problem. There's not a problem they've been able to solve. Crooked Joe is a low, you know this. Did you ever hear this? Crooked Joe is a low IQ individual. And he is truly the worst, most incompetent and most corrupt president in the history of our country. In fact, in fact, Jimmy Carter is very happy because he looks like a brilliant. That was a brilliant administration by comparison to what you have right now. Very, very brilliant indeed. But with your vote. In this election together we are going to save america we're going to bring back our country and we're going to bring it back from hell because that's where it's been not one thing has gotten better under crooked joe biden not one thing name one thing does anybody out there do you have any biden fans are there any biden fans in this big crowd crooked joe after three years of Bidenomics, he thinks the term is good. No, it's a bad term, not a good term. You know the one he doesn't like? MAGA. He talks about MAGA. It's called Make America Great Again. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it.
7: It's Trump rally, The average Nevada. monthly
3: mortgage payment has gone from $1,746 under my administration to under the Biden administration. And then you have to ask, were you better off five years ago or are you better off today? You're a lot better off five years ago. And you think what a difference a president makes. Makes a big difference. I had no idea to the extent. Frankly, I didn't realize it until well into the administration when you see all the things we did. We're going to cover them. Biggest tax increase in history. When we had, we had the biggest tax decrease ever, ever, think of it, ever in history of our country, the biggest tax cut, the biggest tax decrease in the history of our country, the biggest regulation cuts in the history of our country, the best job numbers in the history of our country, the real job numbers, not the fake job numbers that they get. The next economic boom will begin the instant the world knows that crooked Joe Biden is gone. And we have four more years of President Donald J. Trump and you, and you together, we're together.
0: Listen, that crowd.
3: But you weren't just better off financially under President Trump. You're also much, much safer when President Trump was in the White House. Like,
0: I love when he talks to person.
3: I mean, how unsafe is it Friends of mine that live here, you don't even think of it, but friends of mine that live here, they're under siege. They say their houses are being robbed, their cars are being stolen. Who the hell thought of it? I never even thought it was here. I didn't think you had the problem here. You have it all over the country. The lawlessness is unbelievable, but we're going to give law enforcement back their authority. We're going to give it back. They have to have it back. Under our leadership, you were safer, your family was safer, your communities were safer, your children were safer, your borders were safer, and your whole country was safer, a lot safer. Three years ago, we had the most secure border in U.S. history. We built 561 miles of border wall. We got Mexico to give us, free of charge, 28,000 soldiers. Thank you very much. We ended catch and release. We let our great ICE agents do their job and we deported over one million illegals in my very first term. One million. Back to their country. Yep. Our border had never been stronger, but then Crooked Joe came in and he launched an invasion against our country. This is an invasion. This is like a military invasion. Drugs, criminals, gang members, and terrorists are pouring into our country at record levels. We've never seen anything like it. They're taking over our cities. Under Biden, you have the highest number of illegal border crossings in the history of our country, by far the highest number of illegal visa overstays, and by far a new record being set every single week on drugs and every other lousy thing that's coming into our country But as soon as we win the election, the momentum of our great victory will immediately begin stopping the hordes of illegal alien migrants who are charging across our border by the hundreds of thousands. Just like three years ago, the invasion will end. You know, it ended with us when we came in. It just ended. We had to do a lot of work, but it ended. We are great people. Brandon Judd, Border Patrol, Tom Holman. We had just unbelievable people. If they would have just left it alone, you were setting every record. They took everything we did. They didn't finish the little sections of wall. We had built it. It was there. All they had to do is put it up. They actually sold those sections of wall for five cents on the dollar. Can you believe it? All they had to do is put it up. Call your doorbell camera
0: company. the, uh, The thing about that, folks is watch the impact, I can't wait, that a Trump presidency and what it would have on Rhode Island with our sanctuary state status that he would take on, that he would address, that he would correct. We can't continue down this path. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. Do you need a good plumber? I found the best plumber jmb plumbing call them today all your plumbing needs 401-743-9153 jmb plumbing they've been providing plumbing services for years skilled professionals stand behind their work guarantee you will be happy Maybe it's repairing damaged water pipes, repair clogged pipelines, maybe replace a a water heater, as well as all your plumbing needs, call them now. It's JMB Plumbing, 401-743-9153. Nothing throws off your life or your home or your business. When you need plumbing service, you need someone reliable, someone who's professional, someone who'll handle the job and do it right. It's JMB Plumbing. Call them today, 401-743-9153, JMB Plumbing, and look for them on Facebook. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. Well, folks, again, I want to thank everyone who has uh, reached out. We continue down our path of recovery. <clears throat> it's um, Tuesday, December 19th, certainly continue to feel better let's get to some of the news of the day you know bobby kennedy rfk jr he um he is running for president i'll tell you he is impressive and i want to play he gave what they're saying is maybe one of the greatest defenses of israel um in in goes after this reporter and you don't hear anyone talking about this i want to play this is uh rfk jr talking about israel and gaza is a criminal
2: enterprise. Sure. Yes. See the Palestinian and you are, you talk about solutions for the Palestinian people. The yeah. Palestinian people are arguably the most pampered people by international aid organizations in the are history of the Are you kidding me? No. I mean, even
1: before this war, seventy eight percent of people in Gaza well, I mean, said they had you know not enough food to eat.
2: Right. And okay. why is that why are you blaming well, it? Well
1: in part it's Hamas and in part it's the fact that Israel imposed a blockade and talked about putting them on a diet. If your if your neighbor
2: First of all, Israel has no obligation. I mean, Israel built 3,000 hothouses houses and gave them for greenhouses. That would have made Gaza completely food self-sufficient, gave it to them as a gift, offered to rebuild the port of Gaza to make it the Singapore of the West. Hamas said, no, we don't want Jew money. We don't want Jew ideas. And what do they do? The international aid agencies have given Hamas, have given Gaza more than 10 times the per capita what we gave to rebuild all of Europe after the Marshall Plan. They've gotten $8,300 per capita, every person in Gaza. We rebuilt Europe with $621 per capita in Europe and we rebuilt it. Mm-hmm. What did they do with that money? Instead of using it to make this, you know, Gaza's this beautiful country, white sand is, sure. it should be a paradise. Hamas said, we don't want that. They take virtually all of that money and they steal it. So the top five guys, the top five leaders of Hamas are billionaires. Ismail Hainéa has $5 billion, according to Forbes. But Bobby, again- Wait, let me just finish. No, because you made a. You know, you are making a statement that is just wrong. It's not Israel's fault. Uh, Gaza is poverty stricken. Gaza is, is, is should be one of the, the wealthiest states on the on the Mediterranean. They have no
1: control over their own territory. Uh, of they, course, Israel if you go to war, if you go everything
2: to a, that comes in and goes out. If but, you go to war, no, you, Crystal, you, Crystal, you, why just, are you blaming? On. Why do you insist on blaming Israel? Why are blaming us?
1: No, I do blame Hamas, but well, you know Hamas. what, Bobby? Our tax dollars do not go to Hamas. They go to the net new house, yeah, it's all what? bombs, 22,000, which are bombed, dropped right, on of the population and right you
2: now. You know what most of our tax dollars have gone for? The Iron Dome, which is a way of not, blame, of not invading our country and Israel for 16 years have expended this huge amount of money to try not to go into Gaza. Well Gaza sent two thousand rockets a year, suicide bombers, and of course Israel's has
1: me. Israel come in and quote unquote mowed the lawn.
2: They've gone in five times and every time they've signed a peace agreement with Hamas and every time they violated that peace agreement.
1: Let, let me let me well, just, Israel also has oh, been killing Palestinians in you Palestinian are? one space. But hold on Listen, I wanna move forward. If
2: Mexico attacked us and we built a fence, would you blame us for caging in Mexico? Well, you're, you know, well, I don't know what what it is, but everything in your mind is telling you to blame Israel Bobby. instead of blaming
0: Hamas. You know, he is 100% on the money. And let's talk about that. You don't hear any of this brought out in the media. You don't hear any of the students challenged on this. Uh, it's It's just one running narrative. That is why I think it's a joke. These people that claim that they're just pro-Palestinian. This is all anti-Israel. At its core, that's what, th- that's what this is. They're anti-Israel. They're not pro-anything. They are anti-Jew. They are anti-Israel, anti-Semitic. And he's 100%. Think of the vision he laid out of what Gaza could be, but then what it is. And why is that? Because of their hatred for the Jews. Because of how they use their resources. And it is so refreshing. Now, again, his voice is a little tough to listen to. That's RFK Jr. But, you know, his candidacy for president, I don't know. But don't ever, he is very, very knowledgeable on that topic. You're listening to The John DePetro Show. When it comes to insurance, you need a neighbor, a partner, and friend you need Shoppa Insurance Agency. They're located right on Reservoir Avenue in Cranston. Call today. Free consultation 401900 INSU. 900 4678. Shoppa Insurance. SIA. Stephen, very experienced. Whether it's auto, home, renters, business insurance, flood recreational umbrella any other protection for your assets rhode island of massachusetts shopper insurance agency your agency of choice call today set up a meeting they're so knowledgeable can have everything under one roof call shopper insurance today 401 900 insu or 401 900 4678 look for them on facebook again located reservoir avenue in cranston Shoppa insurance agency your neighbor your partner your friend one-stop insurance solutions you're listening to the john dipetro show lindsey graham had a good appearance on meet the press listener lindsey graham defending president trump i think he's effective
6: I do you want to get your reaction to something that former President Trump said overnight. He was in New Hampshire. He was talking about the need to keep immigrants out of this country. Here's what he said. I'll get your response.
3: They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world. They're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia, all over the world. The Biden
6: campaign has accused former President Trump of, quote, parroting Adolf Hitler. What is your reaction? Are the president's comments representative of how you and other Republicans feel?
9: 76% of the American people, not Donald Trump, believe the border is broken. They're worried about fentanyl coming over and killing their but kids. But what about his
6: language, Senator? Well, Just that language, that poisoning the blood. Yeah, no, I,
9: I'm worried about an outcome. He is right to want... He had the border secured the lowest in 40 years in December of 2020. To the Biden administration, you're talking about Donald Trump's language as you sat on the sidelines and allowed the country to be invaded. 172 people on the terrorist watch list have come on your watch. Fentanyl's killing Senator, more Americans Senator, than any time just in on history. The
6: language, just on the language, though, I want to get your response. You have endorsed former President Trump. Are yeah. you comfortable with him using words like that?
9: You know... We're talking about language. I could care less what language people use as long as we get it right. I believe in legal immigration. I have no animosity toward people trying to come to our country. I have animosity against terrorists and against drug dealers. But I understand why people want to come to America. But we have chaos, and we need to create order. If you think you're going to win the debate on illegal immigration by picking a line out of the Trump speech, most Americans understand the game has to change, that we're under threat. That we're going to get attacked, that our border has completely been obliterated. So if you're talking about the language Trump uses rather than trying to fix it, that's a losing strategy for the Biden administration.
6: Do you think he would appeal to more people, though, if he chose different words on that argument?
9: You know, I think the president has a way of talking. Sometimes I disagree with, but he actually delivered on the border. People are looking for results. If the only thing you want to talk about on immigration is the way Donald Trump talks, you're missing a lot. Uh,
6: Just finally, is it the position of the Republican Party that African and Asian immigrants are poisoning the blood of the people in this country? No, it's
9: the position of the Republican Party that we've lost control of the border, that terrorists are coming, that there's never been a higher threat to the United States from a terrorist attack from a broken border. But immigrants, uh, people coming to America, we are... Many people coming to be one. We've lost control of our border. There are people coming here who are selling drugs. There are people coming here, raping and murdering. And there are people coming here, trying to have a better life. The terrorists are coming here to kill us. After October the 7th, how easy is it to get into our country through a broken border and kill a bunch of us? To my Democratic colleagues. You're not. Gonna get away with keeping this border broken if you can't commit to securing our border, we're not going to have a deal.
0: You know, um, he's exactly right, and you know what, folks, no one wants to be lectured to. It's almost as if their entire strategy is to lecture people on what should be important. Let's hear uh, more of Lindsey Graham.
9: I've been talking to the people at the table. Um, The White House got engaged five days ago. They sent over a supplemental with border security provisions that did nothing to change policy. We've been talking to them since September. Five days ago, they finally said at this table, Senator Lankford's doing a good job. Uh, The bottom line here is uh, we feel like we're being jammed. We're not anywhere close to a deal. It'll go into next year. And let me tell you why it's important to get a good border security deal. What Congressman Castro said was pretty offensive. According to the FBI director last week, he's never seen more more threats to the homeland than he does today. Wherever he looks, he sees blinking lights. The border has been obliterated since January 21 till now. Uh, we've had six million people come to date. There are three point six million on schedule to come this year along. The policy choices of the Biden administration has made the border a dangerous place to come to. America is under threat. According to the FBI director, since October the seventh, uh, jihadist groups want to attack us because we're helping Israel. I've never been more worried about a 9-11 than I am right now, and our border has been obliterated, and we're not going to give in on some uh, Band-Aid fix.
0: You know, what I want to say about Lindsey Graham is I, I hope people understand. Look at the situation that we just went through in with the bridge closing. And with the Democrat Party, what they want to—like, if you were sitting in that traffic— did you care uh, the tone the person was using if they were going to solve the problem for you? Did they, Did they? Would you care if who it was that was going to – all you care about is who is the person that's going to help you? And I think that's going to be a big part of next year. Where the Democrat Party to me is lost is they're stuck in thinking that all of these people listen to President Trump and they're offended at that. And that's not what I'm hearing. I'm hearing a lot of people who are recognizing the direction the country is going, and they want someone who's gonna fix it, not so much just it is not you know they care about the tone that's being used, the words he is um i I think Lindsey Graham is exactly right, and I think that's also really gonna play into president trump's favor you know people used to say do do people really care about mean tweets as long as the economy is good they feel someone's looking out for them someone's protecting them then i think that is what's going to carry the day not all this nonsense about democracy on the ballot or did you hear what he said and blah 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 folks you're listening to the john DePetro show you're listening to the john DePetro show just want to take this opportunity to wish You and your family, the merriest of Christmases. Folks, we're at a pivotal time in our state and in our country. We have a state full of corruption, a sanctuary state being run into the ground by the forces of evil. But the light will come on Christmas Day. And the light will return in 2024. So during this difficult time, remember what this is all about, the birth of our Savior. Merry Christmas and thank you for listening so much to the John DePietro Show. It's My Health, 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Stopping in and see Marie, that historic white church. Shop local, inside, all quality products, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies. They understand quality, integrity. It's My Health, it's all about your health. Local products, I say, e, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. You know, they carry over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus Box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, and much more natural skincare products. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's all about health for you, for your family. There's vitamins for children, all different types of teas, all different types of spices. Boy, what a difference it'll make! Shop local. Stop it and see the Queen of Health. It's Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant, right in that historic white church. It's all about health. It's all about your health, and it's my health. This is John DePietro. Thank you for listening to the show, and Merry Christmas to you, your family. December 2023. Merry Christmas, one and all. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, the Massachusetts Department of Environmental Protection, they're trying to do this massive regulatory effort. And joining us right now to discuss it, folks, you hear me mention them. It is Tim Johnson from Propane Plus. Tim, um, I want to just start off with: if people don't take action, that the Mass Department of in, uh, they're, they're about to enact this without, include with without including propane and really overstepping their bounds
4: yeah that's a true statement i would think um a lot of us don't believe that the dep has the authority to even make this regulation and the problem with being a regulation is is that it's not a it's not a law It's, it's a regulation so lawmakers make laws and regulators make regulations well lawmakers are voted in by the constituents dep is appointed people so you don't have a lot of. Uh, you can call your congressmen and your representatives, but they don't have a lot of say over that. You know, I, I believe the governor may have a little bit, but they're kind of their own entity. So that creates a lot of problems, and it's a uh, it's kind of a beta test for New England because if it works, a lot of other states are going to follow because this is a pretty big money grab for the states to. Um, you know take take your money basically and give it to other people to electrify their homes which isn't exactly fair
0: Wow um, can you touch it where did this come from Tim and how how has it even reached this this stage
4: well um, I'm not exactly sure of the dates um, I'm more proving to exactly what's going on now but what had happened was during the Baker administration actually they set some standards that the state of Massachusetts would have to meet by, I'm not exactly sure of the date, but we want to be carbon neutral, I guess. Uh, I think it's 2050 is the deadline. So in order to do that, their mindset is they need to electrify every home in the state of Massachusetts. And in order to do that, they need to get some money. So what they're going to do is the natural gas, propane companies and oil companies will basically assess a fee to their current customer base so that the state can take that money and invest it and give it to other people to basically put heat electric heat pumps in their homes, which they say will be much cleaner than gas and oil. Um, And there's an all out assault on all of this stuff. And there's a lot of renewables coming out and, um, you know, it's just—it's it really should be an all of the above approach, but they want to electrify everything, and they're forgetting that the electricity is made from natural gas and oil and coal, and hydropower isn't all that clean either. Um, they keep touting how clean that is, but I've been reading a book called *The Arctic Blue Deserts* by Stephen—I think it's Kasperzak, and he's an environmentalist who says that these. Um, Reservoirs are actually causing the Arctic to warm. Wow. And it was quite interesting. And this is a very liberal guy. And he's been shut down by the government because the Canadians and the Russians have mega reservoirs up there. And when they release the water, it's about it's making the um northern oceans about ten degrees warmer. Wow. Because it's able to absorb the heat in the summertime and then they release it actually in the wintertime. So what's happening is that uh Less food nutrients are getting to the fish out in Georgia's Bank, and um, that's why we have the fish depletion that they're talking about. It's not overfishing; it's that there's not enough food for them to eat anymore because of these dams. So everything has an effect on everything. It's just that what's the flavor of the week?
0: Folks, we're speaking to Tim Johnson again. Propane Plus, Massachusetts Department Environmental Protection—they're the ones that are trying to implement this new clean heat standard policy. Tim, you mentioned uh, Governor Healy. We, we, we're uh, where does she stand at all of this?
4: Well, actually, a friend of mine, Sue Cerner, and myself actually uh, had dinner with her one night, and she understands that um, you know you're not going to get rid of gas and oil and um, propane overnight, and we need to go to a cleaner economy, uh, energy uh, economy, I guess. And we're trying to explain to her that, you know, uh, well, she, she's open to uh, compromise, but, it, you know, she has doesn't have a ton of sway over DEP. And, and she does, and I explained to her that we're all on the same page. I mean, we, we don't, um, or the same team, we're not trying to, um, you know, we don't want dirty water. We don't want dirty air. And right now the air is way cleaner than it's ever been in our history in, in this part of the state for sure. And you go outside, I mean, the air is clean. It's not like there's, I think stove is probably the biggest polluter out there. Right. And, um, you don't see that much anymore. And, um, really 8% of the Commonwealth of Mass, Massachusetts, um, actually use propane. So we're not this huge conglomerate thing. You know, we're kind of more in the suburbs and where natural gas is not yet, we're way cleaner than natural gas. You know, we get lumped into the same category, but we're not. We're we're actually 73% made up of hydrogen, and we have zero methane, and we're a byproduct on top of that. So we're a renewable from day one, but they don't want to consider it. I mean, we're just, a, you know, like the gas and a butane lighter, and they just burn it off while well, they decided they could use it for heating your home, and it seems to work quite well. And so we're going to get penalized. Um, probably even the oil guys. It's it's about a, a dollar a gallon surcharge. They're estimating at this point, and it could go more. And um, you know, it's just kind of like they're making us buy the rope and hang ourselves is really what it is. And um, you know, 60% of all electricity, there's a loss of it from the where it's produced to your home you lose 60 percent of it wow so that's not factored into it because if you ever hear those lines crackling in the summertime you know in the power lines well that's because the power isn't all in the wall you're losing energy as as it goes down the lines and they don't they're not really being fair about it and it's actually um not a good program the intentions are good the people all have good intentions but to think that you know penalizing propane and biofuels and that type of thing is not uh, it's definitely not the answer um it really isn't because basically they're gonna make us buy credits for all the gas that comes in and then we'll be able to get credits if we convert your house to electricity and um it's a really complicated process and these people called aggregators are the people who are going to actually make the money because it's so complicated? You have to hire someone to figure out, you know, what credits you got and how to buy them and sell them. And it's just a whole other thing you really shouldn't even have to do.
0: Tim Johnson, if people are listening right now, especially it's obviously Massachusetts residents, when they contact their rep uh, and folks, you need to contact your rep. Should they basically just say, a decision of this magnitude should not be decided by mass DEP.
4: Yeah. You know what, John, it actually should be decided in the legislation legislators. Okay. It really should. And that's probably our biggest bone of contention is that, you know, we don't have a say in it because they're just appointed people. Sure. And, and our politicians, you know, you, you tell them and they say, well, there's not much we can do about it. You know, we don't run DEP. Right. But we're still outreaching to them and, you know, trying to get them to understand that the constituents are the ones who are going to be paying the bill for this deal.
0: Yep. So that's really where it stands right now. It is something seemingly should be picked up by the legislature. So folks, if you're listening, you want to contact your Massachusetts state rep and tell them when it comes to the new clean heat standard, it should in fact be decided by the legislature tim is there a a website or any way that people could learn more about this
4: um yeah you could actually even go to our website propaneplus.com we have a banner you can click right on it and if you go to that um if you put in your zip code it'll actually take you right to your legislator of your area
0: great folks again go it's propaneplus.com i'll talk more about it he is tim johnson of propane plus folks again you want to contact your state rep and tell them you don't want this decided by the mass dep tim great job as always we're going to continue to stay on the story and we'll talk to you again
4: all right appreciate it john
0: this is john dipetro wishing all of our many listeners you and your family a very Merry Christmas.